I'm Jane Copier, and you're listening to Happy in the Middle, a podcast for Christian women who want to make the second half of life the best half. This podcast is all about helping women to reignite their spark and step into their divine power in order to create deep and connected relationships and also find that fulfillment and satisfaction they crave. So if you're ready to grow, join me and learn how you too can overcome guilt, resentment, disappointment, and enjoy the fruits of creating a life well lived. Let's go. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast and day three of our five day challenge. How are you doing with our challenge? I know you don't have a lot of time, so I want to make this as easy and bite-sized as possible. And I promise that taking even five minutes to journal just a little bit can create a huge shift for you. So hopefully if you've done the previous two days, you are starting to feel a little bit lighter, maybe a bit happier, and we're going to keep going with our challenge today. So today we're going to talk about reconnecting with yourself. Becoming an empty nester can feel super disorienting. Every week, I coach women who don't feel like they know who they are anymore. They've lost touch with their own wants and desires. They haven't even considered their own future or possibilities because they've been so focused on helping their kids work toward their futures. I also see the scenario where life gets super busy and we we get caught up in that busy season of raising our children. We sort of put our nose to the grindstone. We go to work, get through just work and hustle day in and day out to survive. I so remember those days having four kids that played different sports and had different lessons every day. It was just like a rat race, getting everyone where they needed to be feeding them, having clean laundry, cleaning the house. I mean, it was so, so busy. And honestly, at the end of the day, just felt like there was nothing left to give no more energy, no more brain power. It was sort of every day hustle and bustle just to survive. And then one day we wake up and that busyness is gone. We see that life of ours, um, passing by that half of our life is over. We notice that We've maybe become roommates with our spouse instead of lovers because we haven't had time to connect. And we honestly get feeling like we're sort of living someone else's life, not the one that we wanted for ourselves. This is often, often the impetus that brings on a midlife crisis. And if left unchecked, it causes us to make impulsive choices, buying that sports car, getting that tattoo. Not that I have any problem with sports cars or whatever you decide to do with your body, um, but self-destructive behaviors at times, right? Cheating on your spouse. It's a feeling of disappointment and dissatisfaction. And we question what it's all for. Why have I worked this hard to get where I'm at right now, where I don't, I'm not happy with this phase, right? This is where I found myself when our youngest son, Casey started junior high. It was a huge wake up call for me. There are six and a half years between him and his next brother. Um, so he was really a true caboose, a very happy surprise where we love that we had Casey. Casey's amazing. He's brought so much joy into our family. But when I saw him start junior high, I realized he's kind of an only child right now. Like he's the last one he's gone a lot. And I knew that in just a few short years, he'd be gone. And I would be stuck at home with a husband that frankly, I didn't know if I wanted to choose anymore and living a life. I really wasn't that excited about. I 
wonder if you feel this too. I felt a quiet sense of desperation, like time was running out and I hadn't accomplished any of my hopes and dreams beyond being a mother, which was one of my hopes and dreams. I loved that, that phase of my life, still love that phase, love being a grandma, but maybe you've felt this panic too. I know I'm not the only one. I hear it every single week with my clients. Luckily for me, instead of burning my life down and just starting from scratch, I found coaching and through the process of getting coached, I mended my marriage. I fell in love with my husband again, which was just something I did not even know was possible. I really felt hopeless about that situation, but so grateful for coaching and the changes it made in my relationship. I changed my profession. I stopped eating my feelings. I started creating a life that I loved all because I did the work of coaching. And my point of sharing this with you is that no matter how you're feeling right now, you have so much life ahead. You can discover your own passions, create whatever you want for yourself. I'm currently rereading Adam Miller's book, Original Grace. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. I will link to it in the show notes, but I read a passage in it recently that really hit home. I want to share it with you. And so listen up if you're driving or if you're doing something else, just pay in attention to this really quickly, because I really want you to hear this. He said, all of God's giving arrives as a kind of taking every new grace arrives as a loss of some part of the grace that preceded it today must pass for tomorrow to dawn childhood must wane for adulthood to wax. Old lives must end for new lives to begin. God can continue to give only by continuing to take. Now, if this doesn't define the shift that happens in midlife, I don't know what does. It perfectly describes how our loss leads to the next gifts that life has to offer. We have to let the past go, let it be what it was, appreciate all the beauty of that season, and also embrace the season that's here and now. And in order to do this, we have to reconnect with ourselves. So today we're going to help you rediscover yourself. Are you ready? Let's go. For today's challenge, you're going to do some remembering, some reflecting about who you really are and reconnect with your true identity. I'm talking about your true self who has desires and passions and interests that may have been set aside for the previous season. And maybe you're thinking, I don't have any, I can't think of any. So listen up. If this is you, you are a divine being. Divine beings are creators. 100% you were blessed with talents and abilities and unique gifts that only you can give to the world. So when your brain offers the opposite, know that it's a lie. It's a lie that's offered by our lower brain that wants to keep us stuck because it doesn't require any energy. It feels safe to stay stuck. So let's get to it and use your guide to push your brain a little. If you haven't already printed the guide, don't worry about it. Just grab a journal or write your answers in a notebook, or even just grab a piece of paper. Or if you want, of course you can pause for a moment and go print it out, but don't do this just in your head right? Take time to write them down. I do. I I try to take shortcuts all the time. If you're busy like me, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just think about this. But I'm telling you, there's so much power in putting the pen to the paper. Don't do this in your head. I promise you won't remember it later. You're going to want to take a moment 
five minutes tops to write this down. So here's the first question. If you could do anything in the world, what would it be? What have you missed? What did you used to love doing? All right. So if you are drawing a blank, here's some things to think about that might help you get a little bit more clear. Consider this. What are your core values and priorities? What truly matters to you in life? What is the most important? What brings you the most fulfillment, the most purpose and contentment? Maybe what activities bring you joy and make you feel alive? Which hobbies and passions call to you? Hopefully this is generating some ideas for you. Listen to your brain, tap in, listen to that inner voice. Which activities or types of service bring you joy? The answers to these questions are all little hints and little nudges that will get you heading in the right direction. Okay. Now, once you have that, the next question is, or the next part of the exercise is that I want you to move on to creating five. I am statements. If you're not familiar with, I am statements, they're statements that are sentences that reflect who you are inside. It's not what you do, not like I am a realtor or I am a mom. It's not what you do, but your characteristics, your values, your heart's true desires. When I write my I am statements, I like to use the language. I am a person who, and then I finish the sentence. So I'm going to give you a few examples. These are mine. I want you to come up with your own. Okay. I am a person who cares deeply about the happiness of women. I am a person who values growing and learning new things. I am a person who is passionate about creating joy in this life. All right. So now it's your turn. Who are you? Write five I am statements to help you identify who you truly are. Again, not what you do, but your inner being, who you are inside. I am a person who, what is your answer? All right. Once you have your five, I am statements, we're going to combine them to create your personal mission statement. A personal mission statement is just a short, clear sort of vision statement for yourself to reinforce your true identity. I want you to post this vision statement wherever you can see it every single day. I like to put things on my mirror in my bathroom or on my refrigerator, and I like to commit it to memory. I'm going to share mine with you. This is going to be kind of a summary or a synopsis of your I am statements. We're not going to be able to include all of them in your vision statement, but please come up with your own. I'll share you mine. And then you come up with one that's uniquely yours. So here's mine. I am a divine, powerful woman and a force for good. Each day I'm becoming the woman God wants me to be. Short, simple, to the point, right? It is a reminder every day of who I truly am. I'm going to say it again. I'm a divine, powerful woman and a force for good. Each day I'm becoming the woman God wants me to be. When I read this in the morning, it fills me with optimism. It fills me with power. It fills me with belief in myself. So spend a few minutes and write yours, copy it, post it everywhere as a reminder. Reading this statement every day will give you strong clues about the next steps for you as you really 
focus in on who you are and your gifts that you have to offer, it will light that pathway for you. So let's check in. How are you feeling? This exercise should help you feel like you've sort of rediscovered an old friend. There is something so delicious about acknowledging the good that's inside of us. Please don't skip this. Take the time to journal your answers. And if you're finding it difficult, just do your best. Don't overthink it. Just get started. And as you put your brain to work, finding the answers to these questions, they will come. Our brains love direction. If you ask yourself the question, what's wrong with me? Just notice what happens. Your brain will give you lots and lots of answers. But when you ask yourself, you ask your brain to go working on the question, what's right with me? What's good about me? The same thing will happen. It will take direction from you. So let it come up with all those delicious things about you. And then as you have now given your brain some good direction, you'll notice that answers to your questions will pop up in really unexpected places. And when they do, you can go back and revise your I am statements or your mission statement as needed. So whether you're driving down the road and you have an impression or, or your brain offers you a really positive thought about you and your identity, make sure you take note, speak it into your phone, take a little voice memo and add it to your collection. Okay. My friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. Please share this podcast with your friends. There are so many women who need this help. Will you please do them a favor? Be their hero by passing it on. And if you're enjoying it, would you do me another huge favor? Please leave me a five-star review. It just takes a moment and it's hugely important in getting my podcast into the hands of more midlife women who really need this help too. Thanks, sis. Make it a great day. And I will be back tomorrow with day four of our challenge. Hey, if you are ready to get unstuck and make your midlife amazing, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And I want to invite you to join my Empty Nest Academy, where you will learn how to transform your mind, your relationships, and your life. Come free yourself of regret and disappointment and be so much happier. Listen, sis, we've got one shot at this big, beautiful life. Let's make it amazing. Go to janecopier.com, that's J-A-N-E-C-O-P-I-E-R.com and sign up today. And if you're not sure what's right for you, book a free consultation with me and we'll talk it over together and we'll make sure to get you on the path that serves you the best. See you inside.